Regardless of party or political labels, there are amazing examples of real-life success stories happening across America. Local leaders are showing how to solve problems in healthcare, education, and other issues that Washington can't fix. Experience the stories in the new book, Falling in Love with America Again, by Jim DeMint in the Heritage Foundation. Get it today at inlovewithamerica.com. Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. Well, President Obama spoke today about what's going on in the Ukraine. He specifically mentioned his objection to the idea of a referendum, a vote inside Crimea, on whether or not they will remain in Ukraine or become part of Russia. Fred Barnes is from the Weekly Standard. will make it all make sense for us, won't you, Fred? I'll, I'll give it my best. <laughs> so why do you think it is that President Obama came out for the daily press briefing himself to make this statement? Is it a sign that he's serious or is it a sign that he's desperate? Uh, well, it's a sign that he realizes that this is a big test for him, whether he can put together a coalition, perhaps a coalition of the willing, uh, as President Bush had in Iraq, but at least a coalition that can put some serious pressure on Vladimir Putin. Now, uh, Putin uh, looks like he's oblivious to all this talk about international law and, and so on, and I think uh, President Obama finally recognizes that he's not dealing with just another guy. This is not like dealing with uh, the Prime Minister of England, uh, uh, for example. This guy has completely different calculations than uh, uh, Democratic leaders has. And, and, and as, uh, as Putin has said more than once, he wants to recreate uh, the Soviet empire. It'll be a little different this time. It'll, it, it won't be communist, but it'll be a, a Russian empire. And, and what he's doing in, in the Ukraine right now, in Crimea in particular, is part of that. Uh, so the president knows that he has to act. I mean, the president, uh, Michael, you know, the, uh, the notion around the world has been that, that Putin acts and Obama talks. Uh, talk is not enough here. He's going to have to do more. Uh, it was fascinating to hear President Obama ex- trying to explain to Russia that the p- call for a Crimean referendum was a violation of the Ukrainian Constitution. Fred, there are a lot of us who wish President Obama would start by enforcing the United States Constitution before he moves on to other countries. Well, he's got to talk in a different language, I think, to have any uh, to make a strong impression on on Putin at all. And when you're talking about, well, the answer here is that we'll send international observers and human rights monitors. Uh, I mean, that that takes seriously this accusation, uh, obviously untrue by Putin, that the only reason they went in there is because Russian speakers were being abused uh, by Ukrainians in the Crimea. And that, I mean, that's nonsense. That's not true at all. There's no evidence of it. Uh, and the president needs to uh, stand up and say, Vladimir Putin, you're lying, uh, and not try to appease him with international observers uh, uh, proposing that. I mean, I can, you can just imagine Putin laughing when he hears exactly. that stuff. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the president just has to get tougher. One, he needs to... Um, I, I think he does realize, though, that this is a real test. It's a test of his foreign policy. It's a test of his influence in the world. And, you know, it's widely believed uh, by me and probably you, too, that American influence uh, internationally has been in retreat, uh, and the fact that Putin did this in the first place is an example of it, that if if America still uh, had the influence around the world and the strength to back it up that, say, was true under President Reagan, I rather doubt if Putin would have done this, but 
but times have changed and presidents have changed, but there is still a craving around the world and a crisis for American leadership. Um, so what about John Kerry? I mean, uh, you know, he said clearly today, according to press reports, uh, Crimea is part of Ukraine. And then he followed up by saying Crimea is Ukraine. That's the kind mm-hmm. of strong statement that we would expect a president to make, right? Yeah, you want the strong statements coming from the president. The Secretary of State's just an implementer. The president mm-hmm. needs to do it and and not uh, uh, sort of uh, dilly-dally and, and come up with uh, uh, talk about international observers and so on. That makes no impression at all on Putin. Well, Fred, you let me interrupt say, right there because I want to I ask the second part of that. So you've got okay. the Secretary of State who's saying what a president should say. Then you've got the president who's talking about sanctions, but everyone knows, based on published reports, that there is no agreement among the the European allies on a strong sanctions approach, and they're the ones mm-hmm. who do business. Our trade, 1% of American trade is with Russia, so we yeah. can't really do anything. Mm-hmm. Ray, Reagan, well, Reagan was able to get un, reluctant Western Europeans to let us forward deploy mid-range nuclear weapons. Right. Because he was able to use America's for, basically twist some arms and say, look, you don't mm-hmm. have to like it. We're just going to do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Does anyone believe yeah. for a second that Obama can even get the Germans to agree to sanctions, something as minimal as sanctions? Well, you know, they're doing these sanctions that uh, that at least the U.S. does, you know, denying visas to right. Russian leaders who may have played some role in this uh, takeover of the Crimea. And that's not much. The question is whether you're going to impose economic sanctions. And it seems like uh, the British and the Germans don't want to do it. But a president has got to be insistent. He's got to uh, he's got to uh, uh, push it as hard as he can, because mm-hmm. it's only economic sanctions that are going to have any effect on Putin. And uh, and the president and there are other things the president can do, you know, and that is to put some troops, not offensive troops, not I mean, nobody's going to be attacking Russia, but put them in the countries that are right on Russia's border, like the Baltics and Poland. Uh, just to show a seriousness on the part of the U.S. And, uh, look, this is a tough task for Obama, for sure, to get Mm. the Germans and the British and the Dutch and the others to uh, go along with stronger sanctions. But the president's got to do everything he can to uh, uh, get exactly that. And if he did achieve it, it would be be quite something. I mean, uh, uh, I'm not getting my hopes up, but Mm. uh, I think Obama knows what would have an effect on Putin and what wouldn't. And human rights monitors are not going to have an effect. But how do you undo the effect of the things we've already done? For example, stabbing Poland and the Czech Republic in the back on a missile defense program that we'd already agreed to and then pulling it. Mm -hmm. I mean, when Vladimir Putin says that we're willing to do that to our friends, why would he worry about what kind of team we can put together? Well, in the short run, Obama may not be able to pull this off. I mean, I'm assuming he's trying to. I mean, even Reagan failed on the natural gas pipeline from Russia that goes and, you know, provides all this natural gas all over Europe, particularly to Germany. And the president, you know, tried hard to get it blocked, and and he lost on that, but but not for lack of genuine effort. Uh, I mean, he really put some pressure on the on the on the European countries, Mm -hmm. Uh, but that but it showed what the president was willing to do in Reagan's case. Uh, Obama's got to do that, too, show uh, how far he will go to uh, insist here. Look, they want his leadership, but but it looks like the Germans, the Dutch, and the British want his leadership to be pretty weak. 
so here we are talking about Ukraine, and there are a lot of Republicans who are gathered at CPAC right now, Fred, as you know. Mm-hmm. And they want to yep. talk about Obamacare. They want to talk about domestic policy. Do you think that foreign policy is an opening for the Republican Party, or is this just going to be part of the backdrop that the real action is going to be my grandmother lost her health care and saw her premiums go up by 100%? Well, nothing's going to trump Obamacare, at least that I can see. But this can be either an opening for Republicans to sort of the Ukrainian thing, sort of to encapsulate the weakness of American foreign policy, or it's not totally inconceivable that this could be an opening for President Obama to, uh, if he shows some real strength in American foreign policy and shows that he understands Putin that this guy is different, that this guy has different calculations, that, uh, you know, in, in the U.S. and in Europe, uh, it looks like uh, people have called it a mistake. What, what Putin did was a mistake. Well, the important thing is that Putin doesn't think he made a mistake. Right. Putin thinks he's, he's now got the Crimea in his hands. And I look, if, if there is a referendum and it passes, the idea that, this president is going to undo that referendum, going to use military or whatever political pressure to undo is nonsense. If Crimea votes to leave, as far as the the United States is concerned, they'll be gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm afraid so. But here's what: uh, look, Crimea. I, I think you have to accept, Michael. That's already lost. Right. The question is whether there's the entire eastern Ukraine, uh, where there's a where there are a lot of Russian speakers. Putin would like it too. Uh, and mm. and that's what Obama has to make sure uh, doesn't happen on his watch. Fred Barnes, thanks so much for joining us and giving us your take on what's happening in Ukraine. We really, really appreciate it.